All right, hello, welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. We are playing more Werewolf the Apocalypse tonight. We're continuing our our chronicle. We left off uh, with uh, with a pack off in the desert, tracking some weird creature that was leaving some strange things behind, uh, both uh, both in the physical and in the umbra, apparently. So uh, we'll dig into that pretty quickly. Uh, but before we do, why don't we just go ahead and see who is playing? If y'all want to introduce yourselves. And uh, something about your character. If you've spent XP recently, if you've like purchased something new that we haven't covered, let us know what that is. So uh, we'll start with Jeremy. Jeremy, tell us about Eustace. Yeah, I'll be playing Eustace Hart, uh, Philodox Hart Warden. Uh, recently bought up his wisdom to balance out with the uh, glory. Just a pretty uh, well-balanced, easygoing guy. With decent combat. Like He tries to keep up with Jacques. It's close, not quite. You're pretty good. You're pretty good. Yeah, it does and fine. like, and not being like as good as like in Arun. Uh, what the hell? Are, it's, it's really like, like that's not like a that's not. It's like saying, oh geez, I'm just I'm not as good of a basketball player as like LeBron James or that. Like, <laughs> like I'm just, you know, like there's there's the extreme, and then you're like one half a tick down underneath. Uh, the other thing we should say, I, I forgot to mention with XP. One of the things we do, we haven't really been doing it on stream is that there's a series of questions that they basically have to answer at the end of every session. So stuff that if they've learned anything, if they did anything cool, or if they use any of their abilities and skills checks and stuff like that, kind of clever or a crucial way. And that's how they accrue XP. And then they can purchase X, uh, purchase things. So whether it's like new, new gifts or whether it's uh, new rights or, uh, increasing, like Jeremy was talking about, like increasing renown and other stuff like that. Uh, so that's where that's coming from. Uh, all right. Next up, uh, Melissa, tell us about Selena. Uh, yeah. So Selena Bendis is a theurge of the children of Gaia. Um, she is currently, well, I am currently saving up some XP for her. So I haven't spent that in a little bit. Um, we're just kind of looking over some of those things again before uh, stream. I had kind of forgotten a little bit that my uh, patron is the unicorn and the ban is that I cannot lie for personal gain. Otherwise I can only regain one WP the next session. Okay. Have you lied for personal gain? I have not been keeping track of that even so. remotely. So I'm not. I think you've lied, but I don't think it was sure. for personal gain because you lied out in front of the diner saying that like Jacques was your pet or something like that, but you didn't. But that, was for, <laughs> that was for investigative purposes. Yeah, so I think you're fair. good there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think, I think you're in the clear, I think, and you're saving up for something. You know what you're going to get? Uh, I am looking to get another level of renown in glory because okay. um, I started off with uh, two, uh, but not in glory. And I've got a couple mm -hmm. of gifts that uh, need the glory. So that's what I'm saving up for. I'm like nice. six away. So <laughs> it's going to be another nice. session or two unless they do some cool things to get more XP. And there's like three types of renown. There's glory, uh, wisdom, and honor. And those, like the levels of those kind of dictate some some of the gift purchases that you have to have like a certain level of that to be able to acquire them. And then sometimes they're actually factored into dice pool rules and stuff like that too. So, uh, and they are fairly expensive. Uh, it's interesting though that you're saving that uh, as you are out in the middle of a weird desert. It's a, it's a bold strategy. Bold strategy saving onto the XP. <laughs> Next up, uh, we got old Duke Dustfang. Evan, tell us about Duke. Uh, yeah, Duke is a galliard from the Silver Fangs. Um, he's just an old guy trying to guide his pack into saving their cairn and all the demonic, weird 
shadow things that everyone keeps eating except him. I'll probably come back to haunt us at some point, but you know, it's good. <laughs> it's good now. It's good now. And uh, with my XP, I got Song of Valor, which is kind of similar to a Song of Rage where he can um, buff the whole pack where they can re-roll as many dice as they want when they spend willpower. Which is crazy because normally it's nuts. just, yeah, normally it's you get one willpower, three dice you can re-roll. Uh, but now, <laughs> as we heard, like there was, I think one time Jacques rolled like 13 dice in a pool or something like that at one point. When yeah. he was tagging. Yeah. So like you can get a lot of dice to re-roll and, and save a lot of willpower in doing so. So that's very nice. Very nice. Uh, next up, we have, uh, we have Lou. I'm not going to pronounce the last, uh, last name because, uh, oh, no, no, please. No, no, go uh, ahead. Lou Real. Oh, the pain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank you for your Duriel. It's that's what you said, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I close, close. Yeah, Duriel. Accurate. She is a Ragabash glasswalker. Uh, if we're touching on bands, then she doesn't like um, touching or sort of not touching. She doesn't like harming or dealing damage to kindred spirits, and she's against the breaking or <clears throat> Jacques peeing on the technology. Um, well, please don't pee. I need that computer. Uh, and she <laughs> is their detective, their sort of uh, computer expert, all anything that doesn't have to do with, um, with fighting in nature and traditionalism. Awesome. And, and once and once Jeremy gets that one that one gift, he'll be able to smell that urine and be like, oh, yeah, that's definitely Jacques. Jacques definitely Jacques did that for sure. He did that. I can't <laughs> wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also saving uh, my XP. Very nice. Okay. Uh, I know who my targets are. This is great. Uh, and finally, uh, and it's funny too, because the two of you are probably good targets from a statistical perspective. And also you've been hoarding your XP. So don't attack Eustace or Jacques because they're just going to hurt me more than I can hurt them. And they spent their XP. Uh, speaking of Jacques, Aaron, tell us about Jacques. Well, y'all might reckon that uh, Jacques Roulette was born a wolf in a pack. Called out by a kin singer. Born under the warrior moon of the Alrune into the red talons. Patron the griffin. Great warrior beast. Tells Jacques. Y'all don't mess with no technology here unless you're destroying it. If you touch that to use it or fix it, by God, I will not forgive you. So Jacques, he will just piss on a computer and that's just the way it's gonna be. Now, Jacques, he spent some experience points on Wisdom, too, to get his renown up to five, and he's be saving the rest for a little while, so might be a good time to come after him. Don't know. It's up to you. That's Jacques Roulette. I mean, I feel like I'll take all the other ones out first, and then I'll save Jacques for last. I think that's probably the strategy. That's a fair game. Jacques may just yeah. run on back into the city and hang out with his vampire friends. That's a secret now. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure that's not going to be a, a trouble. Trouble at some point. <laughs> Never. All right. But not tonight, at least. Not right now. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, so well, let's, let's, pick up, uh, let's pick up where we left off. So uh, last time around, uh, the, the pack came back together. Uh, Duke came back into town. Eustace uh, shook free of his, his law enforcement entanglements. Uh, Duke had been gathering maps and some other documents and stuff from place up north. Stumbled across like this aging, uh, excuse me, this aging uh, werewolf. 
Uh, Eustace, you f- figured out that the missing drifter was dead and is now a ghost in heart, on heart and soul. Uh, you got a name, got some family stuff that maybe you can help him with. Uh, but you now have a new, a new ghost, uh, patron inside of your bar. Uh, but <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure it won't go, won't go bad. Uh, but there were some more pressing concerns, uh, as Lou and Jacques and Selena had discovered that there is a supernatural threat of some kind that seems to be at the center of this, uh, this tragedy, this, this horrific tragedy at a place called the Black Canyon Diner, north of Phoenix. Uh, you all, after a little bit of, um, a little bit of strategy, decided to start searching the territory around the diner. Uh, you found uh, another site of violence, another one of these places, much like the diner, where it looks like whatever this creature was had passed by here prior to the diner. Just no one had discovered it because it was like a, a shack out in the out in the desert. Uh, you also found an unearthed grave that seemed to possibly be the origin point for this this thing that's kind of sweeping across eastward. Um, you all uh, discovered that the physical world was being affected and looked like the Umbra as well here and there as the cr- creature was kind of traveling eastward. Uh, you found a bunch of flora and fauna that had that had been affected uh, in some ways in a pair of these deranged horses that were actually devouring other creatures. They had something was up with their eyes and when they died, something burst from their chests and their bodies and kind of lashed out at you. Uh, you also came across a spirit possessed coyote uh, who led you deeper into the desert, uh, specifically to a uh, a a spring. Uh, this little desert spring oasis that had become tainted, uh, much like your sept was uh, beneath Gaia's Grove. And as you were, I think it was Lou who actually reached in, pulled out whatever was inside of that spring at the bottom, and it was a human body, jeans, t-shirt, etc., from which, however, there were these dark tendrils that had sprouted up from their their torso, not unlike a sea anemone. Uh, and that is exactly where we left off. And so we all pick up Oh, right there as you all are staring down at this thing, uh, whatever it might be. Uh, and uh, and I will say this, that the coyote is also still nearby. Uh, so there's no issues there. Um, but as you're st- as you're sitting there and kind of watching this thing, you can already tell that the that those tendrils uh, are kind of starting to break down uh, and like they're like almost kind of breaking apart like little tiny little little bits of filament as they begin to dissolve now exposed to the air. Um, what do you all want to do? Jacques takes a look at the body and it smells of it. He's still in hispo form. He's trying to identify if uh, this body might have been one of the people who had been at the diner. Uh, what would your um, what would your wits and survival pool be? Yeah, what would uh, that be? Wits and survival in, um, well, I guess the plus two bonus for Hispa wouldn't really affect that. So half of it would be two. Uh, okay. Um, it's certainly, there's an odor to it. I would say that certainly smells familiar. Um, the, the scent back at the diner, it was a tangled mess of, of a bunch of carnage and in different in different sense as well, but it's it's not unfamiliar. There's certainly certainly something familiar to it, so it's it's a decent guess. He uh, uses his barks and growls to speak to the rest of the pack and let him know that he thinks that it's possible that this body had been at the bi- diner. Um, Lou would like to kneel down because the body is just at her feet, and uh, sure. she'll pull out a a blue hat that has. Um, 
just investigator on top of it and uh, some some rubber gloves. Uh, and uh, she'll actually would like to roll uh, investigation or science forensic science for uh, seeing if we can figure out how this body died. Absolutely. Uh, sure. Yeah. So you can roll. So you said you wanted to roll science for this. That's fine. You could do that. Uh, I'll take investigation, investigation um, first, but yeah. Oh, and that would be, you want me to use intelligence for investigation, right? So yeah, or the way wits. my, my way of thinking, and I mm. could be wrong on this is intelligence is more like found knowledge, like knowledge you've had and wits is more like decision-making application of that knowledge in the moment. That's kind of how I distinguish the two. Um, okay. So, so wits. yeah. Cool, cool, cool. But I mean, honestly, I think either can work in this situation because it's really just like you can say you're. Yeah, but there's more dice than wit, so I'm or... happy to take that one. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, okay. Ooh, I got a ten. Um, so that is four, five, five successes. Uh, okay, so you are able very clearly to see that there are some serious wounds uh, that, as this. The, eventually the anemone within moments just kind of falls apart. Uh, but you see that underneath it, there is a huge gash, uh, like like this gaping wound across the stomach from which you think this thing had sprouted. Uh, and, un, and inside of it, there are still you know, normal human organs. They've been kind of blackened, uh, but they're still there. So it could be that more than likely, uh, or it could be the fact that wrapped around the neck uh, there is, uh, you can tell that they were strangled in some way. And then you also notice that there are two pretty horrific, uh, wounds on the side of its head, uh, almost as if they like, almost the ears of them has been like ripped off as if something kind of sort of just punctured, uh, either side. So any of those three wounds would have killed them easily. You're muted, Kipser. You're muted. Can I tell what was uh, still bleeding before? No, probably not, because it's covered in water gunk. Uh, with five successes, honestly, I would say you would probably know that the order, the 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 stomach wound, that 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 sort of torso wound, is probably the last of the three. Uh, it looks like the other two probably came first. So I'll, I'll point this out to the, the group and go, uh, yeah, so it looks like uh, here, this one was first, and then the of the head, and then followed by this one in the torso was the last, maybe a killing blow, but it all would have uh, not been very long anyway. Jacques puts his paw on Lou's arm um, and kind of growls low in his throat, and he's trying to convey, you know, what does the umbra look like here now that that body's been pulled out of the, out of the pond? Oh, uh, let me take a look. And I did activate Penumbra Sense at the beginning of the sort of scene last time. Or would you like me to yeah. re-roll? No, we can say it. We can say it rolls over. That's fine. Uh, so you again see that the the coyote spirit is present. Uh, and again, remember that the spirit itself is like a much larger version of the same kind of coyote. Uh, it's just much bigger. Uh, and then you can also tell that not unlike it's got a lot of similarities too what you saw when you all went inside the umbra to try to protect your grove uh, and that there is some kind of encasement around uh, this small little spring that is in the process of, of, of sort of crumbling in some ways. Uh, you can also see far above those same kind of stitching spiders occasionally kind of, 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 of you know, sort of uh, scrambling past, skittering past 
uh, in ways that look kind of out of what you would normally like that. They look abnormal, like the, the patterns that they're moving look, look kind of different. Um, but there's no additional sort of specific spirits beyond that. Do we, do we know how long, uh, after having looked at the grave, do we know how long, um, after we rescued our own grove, whatever was in that grave burst free? Uh, I would say who was there. I think it was Eustace and Lou that were there. Um, it definitely looked as though whatever was in that grave had probably emerged within, uh, I don't know, four or five days of when you came to the diner. Um, so relative to your... Uh, relative to your grove, it was probably about four or five days after, something like that. I think you mentioned that the those kind of tendril things were sort of receding a bit. I wanted to make sure that, like, before they all kind of went away, that I could grab one. You can one. you can? It's very much they're very much just sort of like disintegrating almost. Um, uh, you can see they're just sort of breaking off into these tiny little filaments, like almost like like if you were like like pencil shavings almost as they as it kind of crumbles apart. But you can scoop some up and put it into uh, like a, a bag or a container if you have anything. Uh, that's perfect. Here, I've fun. got some test tubes. Oh, yes. <laughs> you thank carry you. test tubes with you. <laughs> as me not having the gloves is just sort of like grabbing at these things and jumping it in the test tubes. I don't stop you. <laughs> Bandelier just pulls out a test tube. <laughs> I've got the sash. It's uh, all full of test tubes. <laughs> is the water like our water in our cairn? Like, is it corrupt and dark? And it was was it was when you first ar arrived. Okay, and then when it, we pulled does, the body out, it got better. It seemed it does. Yeah, it does okay. seem to like the boiling has stopped. Uh, it does. It does seem like it's starting to to heal. Um, the. I would say it probably wasn't as far gone as your grove was when you uh, when you encountered it, but it definitely was having a similar effect. Jacques could go over to the coyote, um, approach it, and just see if he can communicate. I mean, he's still in his hispo form, but, you know, coyote's coyote. So see if we can get a sense of if there's a wider problem that this coyote is trying to show us, or if it was just bringing mm. us here specifically to cleanse this lake. So I would say, I mean, you all are, are relatively attuned. You're all are, most of you are actually Jacques is pretty young, but most of you are seasoned. Um, you would know, I, I mean, Garu's not like uh, understanding of like spiritual hierarchy is limited. Uh, but you would know that at the very least, there are certain spirits that are very specific that are, are, they have a very narrow scope. Mm -hmm. Uh, and when you come over to that spirit, you can sense a great deal of gratitude, probably nothing more complex than that coming from it. Um, this is not the type of spirit that probably is going to, to have anything more than that. It does seem like they were trying to task you with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, but if you do try to sort of, um, sort of push for additional concern. You can you can see that their head will turn, like, and they'll <laughs> just point off of the direction of the east. Like, they won't run after it the way they did to try to lure you all here. 
but you can definitely tell that they're aware of at least something nearby. But in terms of its concerns, its concern seems to be taken care of. Jacques turns, he's like, I do think that the plague that this thing, whatever we're chasing, is dropping it in its path like a dog drops crap. We're going to have to keep pushing further east if we're going to get to the head of this thing. Yes, I I think so too. The spirits are looking that way. Um, Lou is also just going to do a quick pack down of the pockets and see if they can find a wallet with ID in it or anything. You you do find a wallet. Uh, you soaking wet, some cash, uh, a couple you are, credit Selena. cards. Uh, name thank, is a someone by the name of Sam Fowler. Um, doesn't ring a bell. Doesn't look familiar. Uh, doesn't seem like anyone you know, but that's what the ID says and the various credit cards and such and such. Do so. we see any trails or tracks around it? Like if, you know, someone were to do this and throw the body in here, do we see like, you know, where they could have exited? Obviously we're getting east, but. Yeah, sure. Uh, so you can, so what's your survival wits pool? Like what, what would your pool be? What would half of that be, I should say? You know. <laughs> Great. Uh, okay. Uh, you survival one it's three so half is one you i mean i i would say that you can see that in addition to your own uh your own markings around here there definitely appears to be some boot prints there's that uh if anybody else wants to assist you certainly can uh okay like if, if anybody else wanted to do that sure my half uh, pool would be two, like it was before, uh, sure. but I can roll it if you want. Uh, Selena, what's yours? Uh, half rounded down would be one. So okay, just go ahead roll. and roll it, Jacques, and you could take a extra, extra take an extra die from Selena, giving you a hand. The two okay. of you putting your heads together, kind of as as Duke points out the the boot prints and everything. I did get a two tens, so that's four successes and a six, so five successes. Okay. So one of the things you notice more, you know. Right, right. As Duke points out, the the boot prints is that they look exactly like the boot prints that this guy's wearing. Like they're the exact same. Like you can see the pattern, the size. Uh, it's got tracks coming up. Uh, it's a rocky terrain. Like you guys are kind of in this sunken depression area, but there is some sand and you know dirt that you can easily see boot prints in. Eventually, it becomes a little bit more rocky. But from from what you can tell, walked up and did it himself. Ah, these things are walking plagues, same as those horses. Whatever infected them has sent them on a course to defile our green mother. We got to get to the bottom of this. In Duke roll occults to think about, like, in the concept of, like, possession? Uh, you probably have high enough to be able to. Yeah, it's definitely some kind of, like, temporary, uh, temporary possession uh, it's, it's considering that this, that you would be able to, with, with what you've know from Jacques and the smell is this person was likely at the diner. Um, you would guess it was sort of temporary. It, it, it was recent. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like a, a long-term bane that just sort of infected the same, the same person for a long period of time. So it's definitely like a, a temporary possession. And this, didn't I do a check last time with the black goop and this was the stuff that they ate uh yes you would know that okay nice <laughs> <laughs> so 
So can we track the boot prints back then? Because if this is one of the people at the diner that disappeared, can we see where he was walking from? Yeah, I would say between you and Jacques, you were able to kind of get a vector uh, kind of it, it's it's not the direction you think. It doesn't seem to be coming from the diner itself. It seems to be coming more kind of from a northernly direction, northeasternly direction. Um, it doesn't look yeah, it doesn't look like it's going directly back. So so I mean, you would probably surmise that they didn't come here directly from the diner. At least if they did, they sure, took a sure. roundabout route here. Or whatever took them in that horse trailer, infected them, and then cut them loose to plague the land. That's pretty. Maybe throw our scent off of the greater troubles. It might take us a bit to track everyone. But are we, Lou, are you done with your uh, things you do? (laughs) Please go on. (laughs) What do you want things? The things you do, the yeah, yeah. figuring stuff out, and the you know the yeah. vile weaver things you do that sicken me to my core. I feel like the wolf is talking very coherently, like a humus right now. <laughs> I was not meaning to disparage your skills. I was just simply saying the things that you do. We don't want to cut short for know, the uh, purpose I, of the investigation. I am. I, like I am, think I'm good. It's the running. It's the running monologue of Jacques in, in wolf form that mm-hmm. we hear, like from a storytelling <laughs> perspective. But all we really see in this scene is just him mm-hmm. kind of tilting his head this way, tilting his head that way. You get the little growls. <laughs> you get the, the legs starting to hike up. You get the, yep. you all know. <laughs> uh, it's like the Deadpool speech uh, we're good bubbles. good to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. So what's next for you guys? What do you, what's, what's the strategy now? Jacques does shift back into into Hamid form. Um, listen, this problem may be bigger than just one pack. We should be calling back to Andorra, let the rest of the SEP know that they may need to be looking for other sites and what they need to do to cleanse them. Uh, we don't I have service. Fire. I will check my phone. Yeah, when you open up your phone again, Lou, or get your phone out once more to try to get it to uh, to see if it's working, yeah, it just lets out this like horrific screech. It sounds half digital, but half like human yelling in pain. That's a terrible service. Not so much, yeah. yes. Well, I mean, the coyote's looking off in that direction. Don't know what else to do much other than just go that direction. But I do agree. We should let the other packs know about this. I I somehow doubt we're going to clear everything up just by dealing with this at the moment. Jacques, only one way to try to notify the rest of the packs is he'll shift back into lupus form and just start howling a warning hoping that other wolves will pick it up and relay the, the, the concern. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can, you can absolutely how you are a, you're not particularly close to your sept, but yep. like it's possible some stray could be, uh, could be there. That's fine. <laughs> Jacques howls so loud. He carries all the way across <laughs> the valley. <laughs> He's a wolf. It's, it's the best he can think of. Plus, like Jux, a picture Jux. like Gondor calls for aid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the fires on the mountain. Series of owls. Oh, 
Gondorian. Unless there's a way that Luke could t- uh, could I, convince the Coyote Spirit to go back to our uh, Cairn and notify uh, and warn the other if, packs. If, if you guys can follow the Coyote, um, I will meet up with you further along the trail, and I can go in maybe an hour that way and see if there's a signal. You just don't want to get into a fight. You're not going anywhere. You're staying with us. (laughs) (laughs) And that's totally fine. It's that obvious. You're helping in your own way. That's okay. (laughs) But it's kind of dangerous times. We probably shouldn't split up. Okay. I will uh, keep an eye on my phone to wait for some signal. (laughs) Sure. I mean, you know, creepy, you know, monstrous things and no cell reception and Going mm-hmm. off on your own. What's the worst that could happen? But just okay. don't say, I'll be right back. I think that's the, the trope, right? Right. Okay. <laughs> and Selena's just going to point to the body that we just pulled out when Eustace asked okay, what's the yes, worst that can happen. Okay, yes, this is fair point. Noodle arms, points. I know. <laughs> so Jock just run? starts loping off as a wolf in the direction sure. of... Okay. Uh, so you just kind of go off in the way the coyote points. I should point out... Coyote doesn't go with you. Coyote is very firmly entrenched in this position. Uh, and there is sort of a radius that it's willing to travel. And it has kind of, and it went to the extent of that to find you. Uh, so, and, that, and again, this is not uncommon. I think all of you, they are kind of fickle. They do their thing. Uh, but uh, you do kind of go off in the direction uh, that it traveled. Lu- uh, Jacques is, is taking the lead on that. Uh, is, is everyone kind of keeping an eye on their forms? They know what form you're in and everything. I'm going to go ahead and, and shift back into his bone now, so I'm going to do my rage check. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm okay. Got a seven. I'm pretty sure I had to get out of a form to be handling test tubes and whatever else I was yeah. doing. I could have done that. <laughs> uh, Eustace, what are you in? What did you say you're in? Hispo. Usually I'm okay. in Hispo is what I tend to go for if we're doing this sort of thing. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, sure. So I would say, uh, Eustace or Jacques, if you want to roll, if you guys are out in front in your kind of wolf forms, if you're looking for tracks or scents or anything like that, something to kind of direct you more than just that way, uh, you can mm-hmm. go ahead and roll something. Yeah. Survival. Nope. Survival, survival awareness. awareness would be okay too. Like you don't, okay. survival I assume is just tracking. Awareness is more just kind of like all senses looking around. You know, I was looking down at my dice and I was thinking, that's fantastic. I got nine, nine, eight, eight. And then I looked at my other two rage dice and they are a one and a one. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. So that's a brutal, brutal, okay. horrible, crappy failure. Okay. Uh, Eustace, how'd you do? Let's see. Uh, one, two, three, four successes. Okay. Uh so Eustace uh, and Jacques will take the lead in their wolf in their various wolf forms. The rest of you following. Uh, you, I doubt anyone gets too far away from each other. Uh, I would assume so you can kind of keep within communication. Uh, but the two of you run forward for a bit, and again, it's it's a little. It's not like every step something strange is happening. There's a little bit of time, half a mile, mile, two miles, etc. Like where you're kind of. Veering around, going up some ridges down, um, and poking into like a rabbit hole here, a cave there, that kind of thing. And so like this is all you all just sort of poking and prodding. Probably about an hour or so goes by. And that's when I'll say Eustace, you hear the sounds of 
um, actually, you probably smell it first, to be honest. You, see, you smell the sound of, of a human. Definitely has that kind of stench to it. Uh, deodorant is probably what's uh, was the first first smell. Oh, and fuck. you you see a shadow, like a silhouette on the horizon. On the horizon, so, you know, like there's not a whole lot of light. It's very very dark, if you all recall. But you can still, with your eyes, you can kind of see the silhouette moving. They're kind of. And, and you're not sure if they're like lurching a little bit, but they're certainly not moving at a normal pace. Uh, and Eustace, as you get kind of close, you see that there is a young man. We'll put him in his 20s or so. Uh, blood kind of coming down from his forehead. Uh, you can see that he's holding on to his arm. And you can see that he's kind of limping and limping. And then his eyes go wide as he sees you. What do you do? You have a beat, Eustace, before something else is about to happen. All right. Well, if he's still bleeding, he's still walking my... You're in a big wolf form, so he's just kind of... His eyes go really, really wide, and he just freezes. Yeah. Well, I suppose I'm still at a little bit of a distance. Uh, at a distance, though, he can see you at the very least enough for him for him to like react and see like there's a giant wolf staring at him. Okay. I mean, at this point, he's already seen a giant wolf that's going to kind of freak him out. Uh, I probably will. I think his instinct is he's worried that this guy might be hurt. And he'll shift into human form. Okay. Um, I will. I do want and I like, want to let Jeremy know this in case Jeremy doesn't know that that if a regular like mundane person witnesses mm-hmm. shifting, the del- delirium comes into play. And so uh, it's just like I roll I roll to see how they kind of react to it or if there's like a specific state of mind that they're I in, I might just say it happens that way. So with that in mind, like if, if OK, fair enough, because actually my main thing was to try and keep the person calm. So mm-hmm. I know nothing about this. System. <laughs> that's, that's, that's actually that's the opposite of the effect that I would want to be going. That's for. what I figured, which is why I wanted to <laughs> let you know. OK. I think probably just kind of doing the thing where like like you'll see a well-trained animal kind of like get down kind of like in sort of a calming position. So it's going to be weird because it's still a giant wolf form, but the wolf like kind of just get down lower knees and just kind of uh-huh. like lower, lower the head, just kind of like a calming motion despite what he's seeing. And so you kind of get down on all fours, kind of calm, you know, kind of calm at this point. You're not, you're not, you're not looking, you're looking non-threatening. It's still very, this person looks very confused, uh, shocked, um, hurt. And then you hear, and you watch as just rushing past you is Jacques in lupus form, uh, who just kind of leaps up and just takes the guy down. Uh, and you can just hear, <laughs> oh, 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 uh, going down, uh, and the guy screaming, ah, and it's just normal human pain screams, uh, as Jacques just kind of charges past you. Well, damn it. I was hoping he's still okay. Me too. <laughs> Jacques got a very horrible, brutal result. What can I tell you? Yep. Some kind Muzzles of... buried in this guy's intestines. Looks up with a loop of it in his teeth. Mm. 
And I'll tell, I'll tell you this, like, as you're kind of just going, Jack, I, like, you, you know, you assume probably it's mm-hmm. another one of these, these things. But as you're tearing through this guy screaming, like, you don't get that stench of of infection. It just doesn't seem to walk. Now that your mu- muzzle is, like, buried uh, in his chest, you don't get that same sort of taint that you've gotten elsewhere. Uh, it might be a little too late for the guy, as now, as you said, there's chunks of his intestine uh in your and kind of hanging down from your chin uh and he just has kind of started to just kind of shiver a bit and the screeching the screaming has quieted what are the rest of you doing as you now come up on this scene loose eyes the cigarette lit in the dark light looks down at the dead body jacques Okay, let me start to see if I can find some ID on this one. Shot gets up, licks his muzzle, moves off, lays down. So, uh, Lou, you do find, yeah, they they seem to be wearing, like, definitely camp camp or hiker kind of gear. Like, they they, they definitely look like somebody who's just outdoors for a bit. Uh, But you do find, uh, you know, ID. uh, Alex Kuttner is the name. Uh, Doesn't look familiar. Not a name that you all recognize. You assume probably just a hiker. Could have just gotten lost. Could have encountered something out here. It's not you're not really sure. Uh, but while you're here, you do notice in addition to Jacques, um, the damage Jacques has done to the guy. He does have other wounds. You can definitely tell that he's suffered. Uh, he, he was a wasn't just a fall. It looks like he might have been attacked by something, but managed to somehow get away. Uh, something else got him before Jacques, but uh, it's hard to see through all these bite marks, Jacques. <laughs> Jacques growls, looks over at Eustace, looks over at Duke, whines a little bit, cocks his head. Duke <laughs> gives you the uh, disappointed dad look. <laughs> like you know Jacques. you're going to get a talking to later, it's just not the time. Yeah, a little that little whine whimper you get, and Jacques gets up and and starts walking the perimeter just to keep an eye on things. Uh, Jacques Eustace, well, you're in your um, little forms. Is there a way for you to track the scent back to where he was maybe attacked? Probably a good idea. Maybe we can figure it out from footprints in that area. Uh, it's a really good idea. As you are able to, I would say Eustace and Jock, uh, you are able uh, not too far away. It's still in the dark, though, but you eventually start hearing the sounds of people screaming and various screeches, too. You hear a combination of two things. You hear humans, human screams, like people just screaming out, uh, sometimes for help, sometimes like just just various expletives. Um, and then you also hear that same sound that kind of has been coming through your your phone periodically Lou uh, as that kind of comes from a distance and then I'll say Jacques and Eustace in your wolf forms you get a little closer and you realize that there is like a this this sort of ridge line is rocky uh, rocky uh, incline and then there's like a series of these oblong um, like orange rocks and it looks like there's a group of people that are on top of one and they're like, and those are the ones that are screaming and they're like kind of throwing random things down to the ground. And you notice that on the ground, Eustace and, and Jacques, there are about five people that are surrounding them. 
and that are almost and they're just sort of like swarming around. They're trying to jump up and climb this rock, but it's a fairly smooth side like edifice. Um, and yeah, that's what you see. And my guess is those are the ones we do need to be pouncing. All right, then let's get down there. No. So because uh, yeah, because Jacques doesn't really care if humans freak out uh, and get the delirium because you know they're just a plague on the on the Green Mother anyway. He uh, as he charges, he'll shift into Krynos and attack oh, the God. things at the base. <laughs> he doesn't care. Jacques felt bad for uh, about thirty seconds. Uh, <laughs> it was oh, like, oh, he didn't really feel bad. He just felt ashamed that he uh, that he he overdid it. But I got a ten and a six on my rage dice, so I'm okay on my shift. Okay, so if we're gonna move into combat, while we everyone just tell me what you're doing, uh, you can sneak up enough to the point where like you're kind of close enough that if you wanted to pounce in or leap in, it's, mm -hmm. it's probably easy yeah. enough to do. They That's don't exactly seem, what he's gonna do. Yeah, they don't seem to be too interested in you all. They're very, very interested in what's uh, what's on top of this uh, uh, on top of this this oblong rock. So, uh, so Jacques. You're going to turn into Krenos, and then you're going to charge. You're going to leap in and make an attack, right? That okay. is correct. All right. Then what is... Uh, so we'll just go around. Eustace, what are you up to? I'll I'll in stay in my current form and, and leap in as well. I'm currently in his bow. Okay. So you come. So we have Krenos form Jacques, who is, as he's charging up, shifts into Krenos, leaps into the fight. Jacques, uh, Eustace, you're right on his heels as, you, as well. Selena, what are you up to? Uh, Selena was in Hispo uh, for the walkover, so I'm going to say she's going to hair's leap into the melee for no smart okay. reason. Okay, no, that sounds great. Uh, and then Duke, what are you up to? Uh, Duke will use Song of Valor. Okay, sounds good. Mm. And then uh, Lou, what are you up to? Uh, Lou is going to yell towards the people that are hiding up on the rocks. Um, I, my uh, what is it? my circus performing animals are coming, so don't be too scared. Please come up here when you get a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I love Lou. <laughs> don't ask what they are. It's a circus thing. So eventually, I want to do Dude, like a little. God. Oh God! I, I, I want to see this persuasion roll. <laughs> yeah. Oh my! <laughs> Don't question think, it. Oh God! I think if it was just giant wolves and not a Kratos form werewolf, you might have gotten away with it. That's why I had to go to the um, circus. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so let's start with the Song of Valor. Uh, what do you got to roll for that? Okie dokie. Oh, Kip, sir, you moved everybody around on the overlay. Oh, what happened? Oh, no, this is fun. We all play each other. All right, okay, yeah. everyone change your character sheets. <laughs> all right, Evan, you, you're Jacques now. Pull out oh, your crap, uh, crazy this is, accent. This is going to get crazy. <laughs> Somebody's got to make go that kill circus something. roll. Damn it. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, while you do that, I will work on rolling. Uh, let's see. I need charisma plus honor. There we go. Where's my character sheet? Okay. I uh, failed my rage check for Hair's Leap, so I'm down to three okay. rage. All right. 
Did, did your so, song, Duke, was that a rage song? Yes, I'm going to roll that first. I do rage check okay. first okay. and then go right ahead. Just one. I keep it and then I roll nice. five dice. Like two I'm gonna re-roll. Let me see. Yeah, I'll re-roll. You spend a willpower. <laughs> I do need to get some. I need, I need three. Okay, it there succeeds. It. So everybody okay. gets the sweet, sweet buff of full re-rolls on any willpower spent. Fantastic. So I think we see um, Duke kind of like stop and look at Lou, like, "What the hell is she saying?" <laughs> And then <laughs> kind of focuses in and the eyes kind of squint and you can hear his heart start to like beat in like a rhythmic fashion. And the whole pack starts to hear like this song of like this rhythmic beat and we're like all in unison, like in sync. Okay. Uh, let's then, so Jacques, are you really trying to make a persuasion on these? You, you could try. You could try. Um Jock uh, is persuading with his claws. Lou, you could try. Uh, go ahead and roll. Jeez. Uh, uh, persuasion manipulation, I suppose. Hey, oh, no. just got free. Uh, well, uh, one willpower gets you. Yeah, when she rolls her two, like two so. dice. Yeah. <laughs> my my three dice for this roll. Oh, sick. I know, right? I feel three uh, tens coming on. <laughs> one success. <laughs> Nice. Okay. You uh, so as you you come in, you see Duke kind of going through the song of valor. Right, you got Lou shouting up ahead, and then bursting through the shadows. There is like a little like oil lantern or hunter's lantern on top of the mm -hmm. on top of that oglong rock uh, that, that that is giving a little bit of an aura of light around this. Um, and. There is a, there is a, a momentary like pause in the action as everyone just kind of turns and look briefly at what's going on. Uh, but once the Krenos comes through the darkness, you can see that the three people uh, that are on top of that rock, which is about 10 feet or so, 12 feet high, their eyes go wide with a very familiar look. It, I mean, this probably isn't the first time that you all have seen uh, the, the utter the, the utter fear uh, as there are three people up on top. And I'm just going to see how many of them. Okay. Two of them panic uh, in absolute terror and leap off uh, of the rock and fall to the ground. You guys hear a sickening crunch uh, as their legs just snap in the process. Uh, the third one just starts gibbering madly in fear at the top uh, as now there's two of them on the ground. As that's happening, a few of these creatures kind of start to swarm onto them, uh, these, these other people around. Uh, now, there are five total um targets we'll say uh that we're that we're trying to mm -hmm. kind of climb up that rock and there are three people charging in so um are we targeting separate ones are we targeting different ones i'm gonna say two of them are peeling off towards the the hikers that just jumped off and three are still trying to climb up i think my goal would be to be standing over like as we're leaping in stand over one of the ones that fell in case they're still alive keep them from getting corrupted all right, you charge in uh, and you try to put yourself between uh, one of these 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 people. Like they're just people. Like that, you can see it's just people attacking people. Uh, so Eustace, you try to 
kind of thrust herself there. Uh, go ahead, and if you are you attacking one of them, or are you just trying to like kind of fend? Uh, is there are you There's actually no attacking? signs of like the weird shadowy stuff or anything like that? Or oh, when you get up when you get up close, you do notice that there is something that's pushing out from their torsos. You see okay. these black tendrils just rip free like two of them begin to snake out and around from the two that are starting to close in on the fall and then yeah i i will attack okay. the ones that are closing in on the the people that just fell okay yeah go so ahead and give that a roll i'll do a quick rage check for an ability which goes off okay that's good so so I'm the rage check so the rate so i think it's rage check I can't remember. I think it's when you fail a rage check. It's not you. You don't fail an ability. You just lose the rage. Like the ability. Yeah. That so you, you still succeed. Rage. Yeah, you still get yeah. to do it. You just lose the check. You lose the so rage. I did succeed. I was basically doing the um, uh, the the. Sorry, I just lost the count. The raging strike. Okay. So that'll get me up to ten dice. Okay. Because a rage a roll, check man. is just rolling one. One. Yeah, so you just roll one. Oh, that's yes. my bad. I thought you rolled all. Of them. Sometimes I think it can be more than one. But it, it can be more, but generally it's one. And if you pass, yeah. you don't yeah. lose okay. the rage point. That's Some things require two rage checks. If it's two rage checks, you roll two dungeons. Like, yeah. like when you become a Kranos or regenerate okay. in some circumstances. That was, yeah, that so was my just, misunderstanding. I apologize. Yeah, just so one d six. So you might have passed with that. Okay. Just re-roll it. Just 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 roll one d six or one d ten. Excuse me. I'll do the 1d10. So, okay. Hey, hey, you passed. Okay, Yay. awesome. And now I know. Knowing's at the battle. Okay, so. so one, two, three, four. If you want to reroll four dice, it's up to you. you know? six. So I've got six regular successes. Are one's successes whenever they're... No, that wouldn't be rigid. So it's six a, successes. It's a br If you have a pair of ones, it becomes a brutal mm -hmm. outcome, which in this situation would be very useful to you. In the situation that Jock had earlier, that was not a good time. Not so good. Outcome. Yeah. So six, which six of these successes. are your that rage dice? Good. I think it's fair to just say the first ones. That's the easiest way to go, I think. Okay, I think so, so then you don't have ones or twos on your rage dice. Good deal. Okay. All six. right, so... If that's the case you all right so the they were they were rolling in a three so you have a differential of three so go ahead and uh so it's three three so what's your what's your damage for your attack that you're uh, using i know you said three ag it's the bite the okay three ag plus okay all right so you're in um you said you're in hispo, hispo. okay yeah. so hispo is a plus one aggravated damage bite plus three for differential uh you're going to essentially rip through this guy uh so it's four uh actually it's not enough to take him out um all right so uh you come up as they you see these these kind of black tendrils begin to pierce out from the sides like both of its ribs on either side and kind of snakes outwardly and you thrust yourself right in between, almost hip check the guy, stumbles a bit, and then you manage to, to just clamp down uh, on whatever fleshy part. And you see like the head turn to the side almost. And you just smack down right on its on its hip. No, um, no blood, Eustace. Like you feel like no blood coursing mm. into your teeth, into your mouth. Uh, you do hear that same that same sound that you've heard whenever uh, whenever Lewis opened up her. Uh, open up her her phone 
emits from the mouth of this person. And as you do, like you can, you can look, kind of look up and you can see this little tiny shine start coming down the face uh, as this weird shifting in front of the eyes. You don't see irises. You don't see sclera. It's just like this weird kind of brief glow as that sinking, as the teeth sink in. But they are still standing and their tendrils are still sort of shifting and, and sort of circulating down towards the, the towards the target. Uh, Selena, I'm just going to, I'm just going by when, you, when everyone's, I'm just going to go by like overlay order just to get it going. Right. Uh, Selena, you were leaping in. You said you did your hair's leap. Are you leaping in in the similar fashion as Eustace did to try to in- interrupt? Yeah, I'll go ahead and kind of focus fire. So I will attack the same one that, uh, Eustace did. Okay. Uh, okay. That sounds great. Uh, so go ahead and make your roll. Uh, your difficulty is only going to be a two as it's already entangled with Eustace at this point. <laughs> Freaking cat out. <laughs> All right. So that is currently only two successes. So I think I'm going to spend a willpower to re-roll three of these. Okay. You can re-roll uh, all of them if you want. Yeah. Well, right. I've got two successes. So oh, oh, oh. I think our pool I, is I only five. Left. Oh, yeah. Oops. Um, <laughs> Thank you, 20 okay, cents, every story for that raid. Ooh, welcome in. Four successes. Four successes total. All right. So, uh, Selena, as this person, or what once was a person, is kind of locked down by the massive hispo jaws that Eustace has, has clamped down on its side, you just come leaping up and over. You almost leap so high with your hair's leap that you kind of clear that oblong 12 foot tall rock and you just pounce down and you run, you rip the guy free from Eustace's, uh, Eustace's teeth and you just rip and rip away until after a moment or two passes, there's a, there's a huge canoe where their chest used to be. All of their, these blackened organs, no blood dripping from them are all thrown about here and there. You hear this kind of very vague, very light digital sound eventually kind of die out. And then that body is now uh, no more. It's basically just limp. Uh, okay. Selena uh, growls over at Eustace kind of in that like, we did good. Uh, Jacques, you are next. Jacques, because you did Krenos, you're going to have it a minus two on this because uh, shifting to Krenos, I believe, is the the minor. What's yep. it called? Yeah, so you're going to have a minus two on just this one. Your next round will be fine. So <laughs> what are you doing, Jacques? So Jacques is going to attack the other one that was coming at uh, the, the camper sure. who, who fell. So since I'm at minus two dice, I'm only rolling 12. <laughs> Ooh, lolly. And as he comes closer, you see his his claws, uh, they lengthen and get harder. And now they look like shards of obsidian as he uses his razor claws for the first time. Go for it. Uh, nice. No, yeah. oh, go. This is good. Uh, a 10, a 10, a 7, a 6, 6. And I'm going to spend a willpower to re-roll my other five dice. Go for it. I'm wasting this lolly. This is so sad. I'm going to get a crit off this, so the difficulty is going to be five, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Two more tens and a six and a seven. So four, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Just to My claws do you, plus three, you, and with my razor claws, it's plus four additional damage. So after you do 47 damage to this creature... <laughs> 
What does it look like, Jacques? You can describe it. How how so do you Jacques, just destroy him? He leaps in and he grabs the top of its head in his mouth so he can steady the body as he just dives both of his claws into his into this torso. And then you see his back muscles shift as he rotates his palms and then he just tears the body in half, throws the torso in one direction and the legs in the other. Okay. Uh, as there is now body parts and organs thrown around, there are these two hikers who are staring up at the horror and they are screeching and screaming. You can see compound fractures in their legs as bones are sticking out. They'll survive it, presumably, they, presuming that they get some sort of medical treatment. You don't see the same kind of uh, trouble that you see on these other, these other beings. They also are dressed like hikers, whereas the two that you just attacked we're talking like jeans, shorts, flip-flops, you know, really generic kind of clothing, everyday wear. Um, the other three... Uh, that, Doc looks uh, down and he's got slobber coming out of his mouth. And he goes, you're welcome. <laughs> in wolf... In Kredos? In Kredos. Yeah. You, can, you, can, you can garble English in Kredos oh, form. No. So, yeah. You're welcome. It's just a circus. It is just a circus. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> people die <laughs> The other three, seeing uh, seeing that there is now a new danger, uh, will turn. Uh, their mouths will sort of stretch. You can see, you can almost hear the the cracking of their jaws as their mouths grow, like a like a what's it called? The munch, the munch pain, the scream. Like it just as they open up. You see the eyes begin to have that kind of fluttering that you saw a moment ago, Eustace. And again, all three of them with uh, with this horrific screech that you've heard before uh, will will attempt to uh, subdue you all. So I need the three of you that just came in. Each of each of you go ahead and roll a what is it? Uh, stamina plus resolve. That includes Selena. Yeah, all three of you that just came in. Duke and Lou, you're fine. Ooh. And since this stamina is a physical role, do we get the eight. bonus from the form? The Yeah, do we? Uh that's a great question. Uh I don't physical. It says non-stealth physical, so however you want to uh mm -hmm. roll figure it's that like out. It's like a hybrid role because resolve is mental. Yeah, I know. Yeah, this yeah is, that that is true. It's this, not a full yep. physical role. This is that's more yeah, this is this is more like the feedback yeah. disorientation. Yeah. I'm gonna say, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. That makes sense. No. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Then I will spend a second point of willpower to re-roll three dice. I rolled two lollies. I won't say on who yet. I want to say I got a I ten, a ten, an eight, an did. eight, and a five. So four, five, six, seven. Okay. A ten, a ten, an eight, a ten, and a five. Got it. Okay. Uh, what about you, Selena? How'd you do? Uh, I got a 10, a 10, a 9, and an 8. So, can, okay, five, seven, can we, just, can we just get like total successes? <laughs> can I just have total successes? <laughs> like, what's the total number of successes? I'm, I'm still wrapping my head back into what crits are. So, two tens is it's five four. or it's four, four. successes because okay, so six successes, six successes. Okay. All right, Selena and Jacques, both of you managed to shake off whatever effect is actually happening here. However, Eustace, Eustace. You, find, you find yourself a bit um, uh, 
disoriented. You like your your hearing goes. You just can't. Uh, suddenly, it's just like mm-hmm. a sound of a modem piercing in your in your ears. Everything just kind of goes like this snowy white, like a TV screen. You can't even smell anything. It's like you just seem shut off from from your senses. Uh, as this screech, whatever this has has done, has uh, has basically stunned you. Uh, is essentially what it, what it what it amounts to. Um, you have an opportunity on the next round to essentially break break from it again. All right. Speaking of that next round, we are there now. There are still three of these figures, all of which have just screeched, but now they seem to be closing in on their various targets. Uh, what is it that everyone would be doing? Uh, Eustace, you would be having, if you want to break free from this, you would have to, like, you would you would be rolling mm. that stamina resolve again. Um, I drank my beer before the fight. You've <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually helped. Always. Uh, I, I think that's always a good idea. Uh, what are Selena and Jacques? You are both already in kind of melee area. What are you you two doing? So are there other targets that um, just seem to be affected? No, just the, it's just those three. There's there because there were a total of five. You've killed two. There's three more. They screeched at each of you. Each one of them basically can single target somebody with that screech, and they hit each one of them hit one of you. Um, so it's up to you, Selena. And they're they're really close. So like, I, there's no reason you can't just stomp over and chomp them if that's what you prefer uh yes that is what uh selena would prefer okay so uh, jacques would uh, go full tasmanian devil okay are you all going towards the same one or are you going towards different ones what's your preference well it's up to- uh jacques usually takes his own so <laughs> selena will go for a different one Okay, fair enough. Uh, Duke and Lou, at a distance, you've seen all this transpire in front of you. You're a little bit further away, but you're still nonetheless close enough. If you wanted to move up and do something, that's that's something you can trans that could do. What do you want? Lou do? would like to start running down the cliff, just going melt, 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 melt all the <laughs> way down. Um, and uh, she's wanting, if the GM allows it, to apply something that doesn't quite fit, but might still be funny. Um, so right of the forgotten records is, uh, where I would summon minor wild spirits to affect, uh, technology information, etc. But part of it is the investigators are unable to get the faces of the characters in their head. Can I do that as the right of the forgotten trauma for these poor hikers? You're trying to, so what is it? You're, you're, what is Just your, trying to make them you... forget us a little bit. So... I would tell you this is that in terms of the delirium, they will mm. like, that's like okay. basically how it works. Like essentially mm. they just eventually they will have this kind of block and like, they might be haunted by it. It might be traumatic. So, so you, you will have that effect. I'm more than happy to say it happens because it sounds hilarious, <laughs> but that effect is probably already going to transpire. They might be suffering something like more a than- terrible nightmare that, you know, they don't quite exactly. remember very well anymore okay. for reasons. Uh, sure. Um, roll your test. Roll your test. That is one, two, three, four, <laughs> five successes. So you will say that the tail end of your previous like spirit vision that you had on before, we'll, we'll say it's kind of closing down at the end of the scene. Uh, we see these. These small, ignore the circus animals. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to get them there, but like these little skittering. Like like weaver spiders start uh, manifesting up out of the ground. Now they look 
infected, just like all the other spiders that you've seen so far. And they start just climbing over the faces uh, of these uh, of these poor hikers, just crawling They're all trained animals. <laughs> just kind of stitching these strange little, these little sort of webs over top of their eyes uh, here and there. Now, these people can't see the spiders, but they can get the effect that, as they're suddenly going blind. Uh, but the rest of you, uh, well, actually, I said probably only Lou would see this, see this, the spiders actually happening, but they kind of just go blind from it. That's effectively what happens. Um, Duke, what do you want to, what do you want to do? Man? Um, okay. So there's the two, is this, well, I don't know what's happening with the spider thing. There's the two <laughs> people who broke their legs and yeah, they're on the ground. There's like three people still up top. There's one person up top that just whimpering, gibbering in fear. So there's a couple different reactions that you get for delirium. Mm -hmm. One is like freeze and terror and the other is like flee. Two of them rolled flee. One of them rolled freeze basically. So like that one's still up top. They're not in danger. They're probably fine. Uh, as okay. fine as can be in the, considering the situation. Um, then there's Selena has engaged one of the, one of these monstery people. Jacques has engaged one of these monstery people. Eustace seems disoriented and, you can tell that the third one of those monstery people is kind of closing in on Eustace as Eustace is in this sort of strange state. Uh, so that's something you would see. Okay. Um, well, since he doesn't know what Lou's doing, so uh, Duke would be kind of moving at the same time. I'm just saying like, like mechanically, like, I don't like, mare, he doesn't mare, know. Mare, mare. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and talking about circus animals, I he's completely confused. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he will go towards the injured people that broke their legs and he's going to like kind of mimic that he's first aiding and trying to, you know, maybe kind of wrap it or bind it. And then he's going to lift up his head and use stare down. Okay. And he's just going to say like, look away, like just to get okay. them to like, come, like submit and kind of just not get worse than it is, I guess you could say. Uh, and you could probably get them to quiet down too, as they are screeching and screaming. Yeah. In fear, so that could work too. Yeah. Go ahead. Give it, go, go ahead and give your stare down a roll. And it's we'll first a, composure and resolve. If you. Yeah. I'll give it a quick right. look. Uh, it's just a two difficulty. Okay. Um, I got to roll rage check. I lose a rage. Right. It's okay. Uh, crit, so six successes. I'm going to say, uh, I mean, if you're okay with this, I'm going to say with your crit, with this weird sort of semi-blindness happening with the sound of your, your voice just kind of echoing in their ears, maybe the last thing they see before their eyes get stitched up is your face, your, your visage. I'm going to say they just kind of get knocked out. They, they just kind of just like their panic just sets in and they just the pain, whatever it might be, some combination of it all, and they just kind of collapse. And so there's no, they're no longer really an active problem other than the fact they have bones sticking out of them. Uh, but other, other than that, they're not screeching, screaming, anything like that. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Uh, let's go. Selena, you, you are, you're going after one of them. Go ahead and roll. Hey. Difficulty three. Does it not roll well? Oof. Okay. So I'm not sure how much you guys know the rules, but basically these are contests. So the differential matters. And so for them, like I'm rolling, what I'm doing is I roll one D 10. That's the variation that I do. And if I roll a 10, it's basically a crit for me. And so I increase the difficulty by two. If I don't, I leave the difficulty as is. Uh, so that's why there is like during some of your stuff, there was a difficulty of five versus a difficulty of three, that kind of thing. 
in case you're wondering. How'd you do, Selena? Uh, so I got uh, two regular successes and a brutal success because I rolled two ones on uh, two of my three rage die. Fantastic. Well, a brutal uh, success is actually really, really useful in this particular case as it does actually, since your aim is to damage or injure, it gives you a plus four. Uh, so what's the total with that in mind? What's your total? Uh, so that's, um, so I, I had two and so I'm trying to figure so out if it's two combine into one. So the two ones combine into one success for the range. Yeah. You only get a brutal outcome if you have two ones. Yeah, which I do. So okay. it's two successes and then the brutal outcome. So three plus. It's not like a reverse crit was. where you get like multiple outcomes it's either it is it either is a brutal outcome or it isn't it's not like you know times five times ten or whatever uh okay so you that's six so okay you're not able to necessarily take it out in one shot uh however you do damage it significantly as it's trying you can see to compel you with whatever its screeching ability is and you're able very quickly to just knock that shit right off as you leap towards it, <laughs> push it down to the ground and begin kind of crushing, uh, uh, with your, with your front, your front legs, just kind of pushing down. You hear this sickening crunch as the chest begins to kind of cave in on itself. Uh, Jacques, what about you? All right. So Jacques back up to his normal 14 dicing. I know it's warm. Uh, oh, this is not a good roll. Two. One. Okay. I didn't do well either. Uh, now brutal is on a one or a two, right? That's correct. Yeah. Okay. So I did get a, I did get a brutal success. Um, everything else only, failed. Only uh, on a rate. We should, we should, we should clarify. It's those are rage dice. Yeah. On the rage dice. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, is that song still effect? Okay. Then I will spend my third point of wisdom and the whole again scene because I literally. <laughs> So good. That is such a good. I only can use it once, but you know, you play that's, that's hours, all you so. need. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Better, and a ten. I got three tens on my reroll. The rest are still crap, though. Uh, so that's four, five, eight, nine, with the plus four on the claws. Thirteen. Okay, that will be enough to kill it. Uh, so similar to how we saw before, like a rag doll, just kind of lift it up rip it apart, start to bite into it, chomping down here and there as all of this sort of infected, tainted uh, organs begin to just pile on out. Yeah, it and shakes them out. Down to the ground. Yeah. Uh, and because you killed again, you don't have to worry about spending willpower to maintain Krenos. And so we go to Eustace. Eustace, uh, one of them is charging in at you. Uh, so go ahead and roll. Uh, so you're you're gonna have to roll stamina resolve. If you pass, you can essentially uh, you'll be able to defend. If you if you don't okay. pass it, then he'll get basically a free shot on you. Good deal. Well, let's see. What actually, can... no. We can just do we just do contested. What am I talking about? Yeah, you can just we'll just make this a so contested. So your stamina you resolve six versus that, sixes. That's yeah. right. Six and, and then up. double tens are so have a seven and two tens. So you get one. Okay. So just to walk the walk you through it for two tens, if that's what you roll, you get one success per 10 because it's a success. Mm -hmm. But then because it's a crit, you get you get, you know, basically extra. So uh, so you end up getting you have four. How many how many total successes do you have? A seven and two tens. OK, 
So five. Um, five. I see. Okay. So basically, the double tens adds another two. Mm-hmm. So you are okay. able to, as this thing leaps up and is about to, mm-hmm. what? Once your your senses come back, it seems like it's taking these two tentacles and it's going to try to impale you with them. Uh, but like kind of up towards your your face, your head, whatever it might be. But you're able to shake free and just sort of dodge out of the way uh, and avoid actually taking. Uh, taking any damage from this as I'm just going to treat that as a contest as you manage to mm. avoid its attack. Okay. And that means on your third, on this third round, you're able to act freely, uh, Jeremy, without any issue. Um, so we have left in the battle one that's essentially already gotten completely gotten pretty, pretty wounded from Selena. And then we have one that's untouched. That's all that's left. So uh, pretty much everyone at this point is kind of in melee distance. So you can kind of act however you want. Um, Who's doing what? So, so uh, you just one's right off. on you, so you can attack that one yeah, if you like. Yeah, like ducked okay. under it. I'll sure bite into okay. it. Selena, you've got you're on the one that's on you. Jacques, mm-hmm. uh, are you picking one of these to go after? Yeah, Jacques would Jacques would back Selena up in case this one goes, doesn't go down. Okay, and then Lou and Duke, uh, where would you you two like to pay your attention? Uh, Lou is going to start to try to drag some of the now unconscious from trauma hikers (laughs) away from the battle. (laughs) No role necessary. (laughs) I will point out that's not a bad idea whenever someone's in Karino's form because you never know when frenzy could happen and and that could be bad because he might have Mm -hmm. to turn on them. So it's not a bad idea to get them away. As long as the circus, don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) If they survive this, they are never going to a circus again for the rest of their lives. They're just going to have the worst trauma ever. Duke, anything you, what else, what do you want to do, buddy? Um, I guess Duke will, he will, I guess now seeing, still confused what Lou's even trying to accomplish, but <laughs> as Lou is, you know, backing the bodies away and trying to move, Duke will just kind of interpose. So in case Jacques does freak out, he will like use leadership to command okay. him to, okay, you know, so he's just, gonna, I'm just gonna, like kind of hold my action in case something. Gotcha. Yeah, that's happens. fine. Uh, all right, go ahead, everybody who's attacking, go ahead and just roll. Uh, I'll say Jacques is going to be the second attack on Selena, so he'll have one less defense against that. So okay. I'm sure that. I know. Can't lose raids. Selena okay. rolled four successes. Okay. That's enough to do damage to it, not enough to kill it. I'm sure Jacques should have no trouble uh, finishing it <laughs> off. Yeah, uh, Jacques got 12 in total, including his four damage for his claws. So between the two of you, you I mean, it's, it's definitely pretty even uh, on the final bits as like Selena I mean, does. Try Selena, to, you did hold you did her own 90% <laughs> of its health mm-hmm. before Jacques comes in the kill state. In uh, Selena's no, yeah. mind, Jacques does all of the damage after it's already on the ground and it's just an overkill kind of thing. And Selena's like, I had it, you know. <laughs> 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 so Jacques just so, licks her face. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think, like Selena, you're just like eating away at its torso. You just, and then you look up and you watch as Jacques comes up and just just curb stomps the the guy's head with his uh, with his crinos <laughs> paw, and the head just collapses entirely right in front of you, like a cantaloupe. Uh, and then Eustace, how did you do, man? Uh, I took advantage of Duke's blessing there to re-roll some things, so I ended up with 10 successes. Describe describe your kill, buddy. 
That's a basically it was right after like I finally got my head together, ducked down to let it jump over me, and then at that point it's very much just the the your your predator that just latches on the neck of something and then just shakes it around until it goes into a limp pile and then just mm-hmm. wrenches the you know the the neck out from the back almost basically like predator style where there's the skull and the <laughs> spine just hanging there oh god uh and as the dust settles uh we look around lou you've dragged the two bodies away they are mangled they are definitely not going to be hiking anytime soon uh you can see that you can still hear the gibbering of the third up on top of the that rock uh the bodies of all of those that were attacking have been ripped to shreds around you you don't see any others though it does seem like you've managed to take care of all of them uh each one of them had kind of the same effect it, it stuff was kind of protruding from them and something going on with their eyes and their mouth and such um what do you guys want to do in the aftermath here? Selena yeah. Eustace, this is more your field. Uh, there's also the one on the rock. I like how she's like holding him up. Like she's like <laughs> caught <laughs> fish or something. This is as far as I know how to do. If it's dead, I can help. But they're not dead. Jacques uh, drops out of Krynos and into lupus form, drops gotcha. down to one rage, and he's sniffing at these bodies. Once again, he's trying to figure out if these people were in yeah. the diner. Jacques, it's it's unmistakable at this point. Between the first one you saw and now these, you look at their clothing, you smell them, the stench is clear, the group of them together, absolutely. Like, you're, you're extremely confident that these are the diner attendees. Yeah. I mean, I would even say one of them probably even has a, an, like a, like a chef's uniform on, kind of like a like uh, one of those uh, one of those jackets and an apron or something like that. Oh. Uh, was the um, Calypso Circle sister worked at the Tara? Diner, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will say this: you don't see Cara, uh, Tara. Excuse me. Uh, amongst these, though, Duke will go towards the one up top and try to coerce them to come down yeah. and calmly, maybe try to just, go come from an angle where all the <laughs> Freaking Here. wolves aren't looking at you Eustace, know like from a. I'll <laughs> hand you a flask. This is the good stuff. Give him a swig of that. It'll help him. Okay, so if you climb up, Duke, with the flask in hand, definitely some minor wounds, abrasions, but you don't see anything too alarming. But they are knees to chest, rocking back and forth, just kind of shaking their heads. <laughs> No, 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 uh, You reach out and you kind of spoon feed a little bit of the, the booze into their mouth. And they kind of drink it and kind of spittles down their chin. But they are just like in this kind of catatonic state at this point. All right, Duke will pick them up. Fireman carry style and mm. come down slowly. I thought you were going to say and fire them off the side. And alley oop. <laughs> Catch. Oh, Everything's crap. okay now. But you've seen too much. <laughs> this is a men in black in our world, okay? Oh. You carry them down. Uh, no broken bones, just some lacerations here and there. Nothing nothing too alarming. Uh, the other two are, are completely subdued. Uh, and they have suffered very badly broken legs. Um, What's the plan? So what is our... Yeah like count at this point of so is it just about is six it two plus okay Talking about restaurant goers six yeah 
Yeah. There okay. was the one that you could pretty much conclude now that was in the, the small spring. And now there's these five. Uh, the hikers, I mean, like it's possible hikers could have been in the diner. You never know. Some could have been in the diner and hiking gear, but they literally have hiking gear on. So, right, right, um, right. Mm -hmm. And did we have a kind of a number that we thought were about 20, give or take? Yeah. Between uh, employees and, and restaurant cars. Um, Selena would kind of look to the ground and um, kind of look to the northeast and just kind of look at everybody and just, we haven't found everyone yet. What are we going to do with the hikers? You just want to leave them here? I think that maybe we at least need to move them away from the bodies so as they don't come <laughs> back around <laughs> surrounded by blood. <laughs> they wake up, they roll over. <laughs> See the rip apart by <laughs> <laughs> themselves back to sleep. There might be some hiking trail we can leave them on. I I mean we have to do something. We're sort of the reason why this happened. Can we at least fix some of the legs that are bones are sticking out here? Uh so I'm gonna roll medicine, yeah, to set. You can do that. No, I can't. Not unless you want Anybody to Anybody can try. <laughs> yes, I can. Uh, I can try that. Yeah, go ahead. Give it. Give it. Give it. Give it. Give it a go. Be fun. Are you? Uh, I assume. <laughs> Wait a I minute. You drop out of wolf form to do this. Yeah, so I'm back to Hamid, which has no cost to enter. Right. Yeah. Okay. So then, um, you don't automatically lose a rage when you drop out of wolf, though, right? No, okay. no, if you drop out of Krynos, you automatically go down to one rage, yeah, but only that's it. Go into Krynos. Mm. Um, okay, so so this would be intelligence medicine then, I would assume, because I'm using sure. knowledge that I have plus yeah, my that's medicine. Fine. Okay. Sounds good to me. Five dice. Uh son of a mm. You Is the can song still going? The scene's still going. You guys are still in the same location. Once you leave this location, we'll say the song probably wears off. But for now, you can, you can still do the reroll. So do we treat, um, whatchamacallits, like crits in the sense where, like, if you roll a brutal success because you roll, like, it's not a rerollable kind of a thing? No, I don't think you can reroll Rage Dice. So no. it's not rerollable at all. Oogie duke. Well, I rolled the two twos on my Ooh. rage dice. So <laughs> or I their can, legs right off. <laughs> I, I got a brutal medicine. <laughs> I got two successes. Arterial bleeds. <laughs> but Be stronger, stupid. Side. <laughs> Say maybe there's a little bit extra, like there's a residue of strength from your wolf form that still <laughs> that hasn't quite faded as you go to set the bone. Try to set. <laughs> you just you just break it the what? opposite direction now. Oh my god! And it's just this horrible splintering. That if they weren't already, I'm gonna say they pop up for a second, scream in pain, and then fall back down unconscious from the pain. Okay, we might need to bring these to the actual road and call, call an ambulance at this point. Yes, we need to do something. This is ridiculous. I like you the guys are out of control. <laughs> Jacques turns into lupus form and just starts to like do the the dog digging thing. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, we're fine. I can take care of this. 
Jacques comes over. He's just laughing at some of the blood coming out of the leg. Ah, he's growling. <laughs> oh, Humans man. are a virus anyway. <laughs> uh, so. Lou, maybe... I'm not a good medical person. I think but it's the, a little late for that. I think we take should... Take them yes, back yes, somewhere. They'll be found. I okay. Yeah. I, 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 should, I should learn that I, I should wait a little bit after uh, transitioning to try uh, medicine. <laughs> mm, my, my, yes, uh, probably. Uh, that's bad. That's okay. bad. Uh, you... Let's put the body, oh, the, the living bodies onto some of the wolves that can carry them easier. For what's okay. worth, one mistake doesn't define the whole of you. You know that nine <laughs> times out of ten, you do just fine. Just... Thank you. Uh, that, that is much, much, much appreciated. But uh, yeah, oh, yes. And she's like, did you see how the bone was going that way? And I'd really try not to. I'm, trying not I'm, to look I'm pretty it. sure they can't walk ever again. <laughs> Jock oh. is just yipping in mirth. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. we'll say you start to you start to carry them away. Are you looking to get them all the way back to a road? Or are you looking to find like um Let's like, get them to a road goal? and I will call an ambulance with the location. <laughs> We okay. okay. Yeah, Duke is gonna try at least with the one he has to take them to like an actual place, like a gas station or something. Or okay, like he's not gonna just put them on the side of the road and let them bleed out like those other two. So little. you know that if you just kind of shoot back west, it's um, probably at this point in your and if you if you go and kind of go full out, you can get there maybe in an hour or so because um, you all are pretty deep into the desert at this point. Uh, but if you go there at full speed uh, in one of your, your wolf forms, then you could probably get there within an hour. And there was that strip of land where the diner is. There's also a gas station, Burger King, and a few other basic shops there right off the road. Uh, so you could certainly do that. Uh, that's that's not something that's... go back to the Burger King. <laughs> well, you'll leave them at the door as a Burger King, yes. <laughs> like, like, like a dog kills something and delivers it just as a surprise. It's a gift. Not dead. Not dead. <laughs> All right. Um, Have a year okay. way, dude. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's a bad joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Make you I agree with you. Okay. Did, did everybody go and do this, or did some people split off and do something else? We'll definitely help with that. Yeah, I mean, Jacques would just, he would continually circle around the pack as they're moving these three people to make sure that nothing sneaks up on us. Selena's <laughs> guilt will keep her away from the bodies for this transport. And so she'll just be kind of, uh, you know, maybe kind of shadow sense a bit, just trying to keep an eye out for kind of supernatural. I uh, I would say that you're all able, uh, no roles necessary. You can definitely sense that the area is still in a, in a in a terrible state and one of the things you notice as you emerge back from the desert to this small strip of, of stores it's not a, it's not like a, a heavily populated area it's just a handful of stores off the side of highway you can tell immediately that the it was so much darker in the desert which is usually you know, like usually you see more stars the moon's more visible and again, there's that feeling of like underneath the desert, it almost feels like you're wearing sunglasses as you look up. But as you come back, usually when you're near lights and things like that, there's like that kind of uh, light pollution and stuff. There's not a ton here, but there's enough that you do feel like overhead is a little bit brighter and it kind of gradually becomes so as you get closer. 
but we'll say you you find a <laughs> somewhere to drop them gas station where someone will see them uh, or the Burger King. Uh, and we'll say you have left their bodies and they have uh, maintained their catatonic states or their unconscious states so as not to give you clearly away. Thank so, goodness. What would Good. you like to do now? Back to the northeast search. Go back, find the scent, keep moving. Yeah. Okay. Somebody, we've got to be able to save someone. At oh, some point, we tried. Jacques growls out. Jacques growls out. The only thing he cares about saving is the green mother. He's like, humans are a plague on the land anyway. We should have been calling them to begin with. Duke kind of gives him a look. They <laughs> 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 well, ain't perfect, but there's a reason that the mother tied our essences to them. It's got to be balanced to it. Point is now. Do you happen to have any abilities to call spirits? When I call my spiders, they look a little sick and not well. Are yours, maybe you can see more in the umbras than I can. Um, I, Are you referring to... Hold on, let me look at my poor little sick baby spider. What's the name of that right again? Oh, <laughs> Shadow Passage. That That takes you into the umbra. Okay. So that's yeah, that's that's what I've got. Kind of thing. Oh, okay. Um, well, the, my my poor little sick spider. Can you? And uh, she holds us up like nothing in her hands <laughs> to anybody yeah, else. There, there really is. You don't see anything <laughs> at all. <laughs> uh, you saw what I just did to those legs over there. You really want me? Uh, uh, no, no, it's out. okay. I will. I will I'll take care of them. <laughs> Are you many more like... legs to break on a spider? <laughs> <laughs> did, did did you like take drugs somewhere from this whole like running around? I don't know what's happening, Lou. You're, went from circus animals to dragging bodies to <laughs> imaginary <laughs> spiders. Okay, like oh, God. I'm just trying to look out for the well-being of the pack. And you, you saw the spiders when you entered I, the Umbra. Oh, God. Yeah, that one time. I can see them normally. He just starts walking off. Okay. <laughs> we'll assume that you all take the time, head back out. We don't have yep. to play the the tracking or anything again. You know where to go. Uh, but time has passed. Um, but the sky does not get any lighter. Uh, as the like, you are deep into the AM at this point. It's like three three o'clock in the morning or so, something like that. So it's very it's very very late. Um, you kind of continue on the same sort of northeasternly path. Uh, as best you can, and I'll assume sort of the same, the same sort of people tracking here and there. And I'll say this: that there's a uh, Jacques. You might you might pick up on this because of what it is. You smell not just the weaver and her machines, but you smell human gasoline. Like you can you know you can fuel, um, and it just sort of infests your your nose a bit as the scent becomes overwhelming it almost it almost smells like you are you know in the city in some ways like you have that kind of reeking of um of modernized equipment and then we'll say eustace you probably see something then as you'll see on the like a silhouette of what very clearly looks like a helicopter uh landed on a relatively sort of flat expanse of land 
Uh, you also notice that there is a lit, literal lit kind of torch, like an actual fire burning uh, in a couple of those, almost like tiki torches uh, that kind of set up and around it that you can see at a distance. Uh, and Eustace, again, just I'm just giving you all this because I don't we don't need to roll for awareness. You would see this. There do appear to be two people moving about uh, as if they're I'm not sure if they're working on the helicopter exactly or whatever it might be, uh, but you can see it at a distance. Yeah, I'll make that out over there. That is strange. Can't quite see it yet. I'll say once he starts pointing it out, the 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 glowing light from the torch, you can kind of see the contours now. You let your eyes adjust. And at a distance from a ridge away or so, um, yeah, it's a helicopter. Uh, it's, you know, it's landed. Two people near it. There's sense wafting. Get that, that sort of uh, mechanical, that mechanical stench wafts up. It's very foreign in an otherwise kind of wilderness area. And although the taint of this infection has been uh, clouding some of your senses, like you've not quite had such a pungent like hit to your face of this this familiarity. It's the way like your your El Camino smells kind of deal. Mm. Selena would turn to Lou. Uh, your phone, can you see if there's any markings oh. on the helicopter? You can like zoom in with that, right? You open it up once more and the lights just starts to flicker. The screen starts to flicker in your face. Um, that kind of snowy, uh, almost like TV uh, interference once more just kind of covers i'll say that that if you're just sort of zooming in with the camera though and you're not trying to really do anything beyond that you are able probably to see through it oh wait um, i have a better idea selena i pull up my camera with the telescopic lens which which i took her from. Oh, oh yeah oh yeah yeah that's even better um <laughs> is it a digital is it a digital camera I was thinking about yes. that because I might be. I so do I have an old SR, SCR, or do I have like a new model? 50 50. I feel like Lou Whatever is up on now, tech. Is what okay. It's be. Um, 50 50. If I roll evens, it's old school. If I roll odds, it is new. I rolled a 10 evens. Old school. I didn't even. Old school. So it's old school. Okay. Old school. Uh, you look through it. Um, Camera does does appear to be functioning fine if you wanted to actually use it. Uh, you do see there is a logo on the side. It is um, it's sort of like a shield, like an old fashioned like medieval shield. And you see in the center of it there is an LC. Click click. I take the picture of this. We can look at it later, but you, and I'll sort of move out of the way so people, I guess, no, if it's an old school camera, it does not have a display. Uh, it looks like it's got a little uh, shield with a logo on it. Here, if you look through this, Selena, you can see. And the other thing is oh. when you look through it, it's not like, this isn't just like a sky, you know, uh, a sky chopper for like the morning traffic kind of helicopter. It's like a Blackhawk. This is very out of place here. And I'm not just metagaming here. We did get the name of this in this campaign, right? We have. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, yeah. So you, there is a, it's a, it's a, pri I mean, I would say you guys can probably know it. Um, a private, private security kind of um, mercenary outfit. Uh, Lockroom control. 
They do a variety of things. They're a, 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 a basically a private uh, private army. Yeah, and we'd already seen a uniform from that previously. So and that uniform was Indeed. a werewolf. No, it was not a werewolf. No. Okay. Um, I mean, I can go talk to them if you guys want to sneak around. Uh, Jock, still in lupus form, would just be kind of trying to slink up, sneaking, using the shadows. All right. Uh, anybody who's stealthing up, go ahead and roll a stealth that will be contested. Uh, Duke, I will go with you as human. Great. I'm helpful. <laughs> Duke's excited <laughs> for this. We won't talk about the circus. I'll switch over to uh, the lab row. That one's better for stealth. Okay. And Duke wants to approach from like an angle that maybe if we see like some house in the distance or something, like he like there would be coming from the house towards the cup, if that makes sense. Um, Even if it's far, but something yeah. that you could reference to. I mean, you can point to, I would say, hiking trails is probably the, the realistic thing that you're okay. going to point at. You guys are really far out into the middle of nowhere right now, but there's potential okay. hiking trails, so we can say that. Like, that would probably be the most viable. Sure. Uh, how did... Uh, okay, so who who just who is stealthing? Eustace, you're stealthing? Okay, with a five on Jacques. your stealth test. Jacques, stealthing? Just got a three. Only three successes. Okay. Uh Lou, you said you're going in human form. Are you just hands up, kind of moving in, or, or are you just kind of strolling up, whatever? Strolling okay. up like a hiker. All right. Duke as well. Same deal. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and then Selena, what are you doing? Oh, probably ruining stealth because uh, that's what I do. <laughs> uh, so, stealth, what does stealth get paired with? Uh, Dex, Dex would probably make sense. Mm hmm. I'm going to be ruining this. You don't have to stealth right. up. You can hang back. You can walk up with Lou and Duke. It's not required. I was going to just hang back is what I was just going to do. Because I'm not particularly good at stealth. You're so okay. not take my camera and you can watch from a, a far okay. very closely. Okay. All right. So let me. Please don't break check it. Check there. Okay. No guarantees. Please don't break it. <laughs> <laughs> So Lou and Duke, you, you get not too far away from the cop, you know, the, the chopper before they, they notice you. Uh, Eustace and Jacques, uh, you're both in forms. You're not in human forms. You're not in Hamid. You're both in different forms. You are stealthing. And as far as you can tell, you haven't been detected. And you, you can stick to the shadows. There's various, you know, larger rocks here and there that you can kind of hide behind that kind of stuff close enough to hear, close enough to, to sort of Russian pounce if, if something happens. Uh, and Selena, you're at a distance. You're looking through uh, the scope of uh, of Lou's camera, and you can kind of keep track of all of it. Duke and Lou, you get up, and they notice you pretty quickly, and and like you can see they both scramble uh, to the ground, and they kind of pull up weapons. And so they got these guns that they're kind of pointing at you. They It looks like they, were, they had tools and such, but they kind of quickly see... They're not actively pointing them in your direction, like, but they did rush to get them. And you hear uh, a woman's voice kind of call out, just like, uh, all right, hold, hold on right there. Uh, oh, yep. Yes, yes. We're just, uh, wait, oh, this is kind of awkward. And 
Duke wasn't he when they got closer, he had his arm around Lou and he'll kind of take it off. Ooh. Okay. And how old is Lou? Lou's old too, right? Like I'm sorry. Lou is in the thirties. Uh okay. Duke Ooh. is in the fifties or sixties. He's like mid fifties, yeah. Okay. All right. Which doesn't necessarily mean he looks really super old. Yeah, oh, Duke no, no. also is beautiful, so <laughs> Yeah. Okay. How many people took uh, the beautiful trait? This isn't a Burger well, King is one up above manager, beautiful. So let's not go crazy. All right. So the, uh, hold on. Uh, I don't think well, y'all are supposed to be out here. Well, I mean, we were it, just. It's free land. Yeah. And we were just having a little, you know. Midnight picnic. Wi- I, I wink at, you know, like a little late night. <laughs> <laughs> you hear the guy who's standing a few feet away from her just start to chuckle. It's like, <laughs> but she serious, like no smile, doesn't crack, doesn't phase her. Uh huh. Yeah. So why we are you coming, coming up here down, now? Well, no, we were coming from the hike, and then we saw this. And I mean, how many times do you see a helicopter? Yes, very exciting. Can you t- do you do rides? Is this like a no. tour thing? Yeah. No, it's not. It's oh. not a tour thing. Can we take this to Sedona? <laughs> You're not there. <laughs> no, it's not a tour thing. No. Oh. We're not going to give you a ride. Oh, it's uh. I mean, I thought I would ask, you know, we just had such a great yeah, time it that it would be like the night. real, like pinnacle just to like, have a helicopter ride over the desert, see all the plateaus and mountains, you know, that'd be so cool. He kind of puts his arm back around over Lou. You guys are really far out here. Yes. You know, you kind of want to have peace and quiet whenever you're getting the deed done. (laughs) Hotel room will get that done. Well, yes, but we, as you just said, we are very far out. We are uh, a little turned around from our campsite, so. Yeah, I was trying to use the the GPS on our phones, but I don't know. It's like keeps making some sort of noise, and we kind of got a little lost. Yeah, everything is dead. You see the two of them kind of exchange a look. I mean, they kind of look back at you, and they're like, yeah, there's a lot of that going around. You Does your stuff work? They kind of look at each other again, just a little... Nothing that takes a signal. Is that why your helicopter's not moving? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. What is that? What 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 could cause that? Interference. Oh, you ask a lot of questions for a. I mean, I it's, but you have helicopters that's so exciting. Yeah, you know where I'm from, we don't see them at all. When they come to America, it's very like everywhere. So amazing. I just grow sounds, oranges. She kind of looks at the guy. She like as as Lou starts talking, like where she's from, come to America. You see, like she starts to squint. She's like, "You have a French accent. They got helicopters in France, you know." Well, yes, but they are more uh, big here, and they are more popular to fly around. You don't use it very much. We do like the air balloons are for tourists, so you do that more often. Okay. Well, here, we can go ahead and give you a hand. You see how you're looking at me right now? Go ahead and just turn completely around and look the other way and just start walking in that direction. And keep Is, going in that direction until you hear a car honk at you because you've you reached a street. Uh, uh, what, the cardinal direction? 
That's West. Okay. Is do when we like are having this conversation, when we smell, do we smell anything infected? Do we smell just human? Do we smell uh you yeah, you're not getting anything off of them the way that you got off those uh those diner patrons, nothing like that. Um mm-hmm. I mean I, you could tell they're a little tense, they're suspicious of you. Like that's that's clear as day. You don't even need to be a, a werewolf to know that. Uh, but you're not getting anything like that. No, 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 no. Well, maybe, uh, dear, we should just head back the other way for now. These people seem like uh, not typical Americans. They are unfriendly American. Oh, they're they're not woke. Yeah, they're a little like, not like you. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm a little older, but I, I've definitely got in touch with the lingo, yes. if you know what I yes, mean. Yes, you're very in touch, yes. Yeah. The guy is like It's like chuckling. tonight, very in t- <laughs> Couple feet away, the guy is just constantly chuckling at how ridiculous the two you sound. But she has just not; her face is just like a stone tablet. It's just it won't it won't even crack a smile. Um, yeah, and then as like we're kind of like ca- like casually having this conversation, Duke will be looking at Lou, and then he'll turn and he's going to use stare down at the girl. Okay, uh, absolutely. Yeah, go go ahead and give it a roll. Uh, can you affect more than one person? No, so I'm going to okay. choose her because the other guy's laughing and being all... Okay, uh, and... And I'm assuming the other two wolves are doing something while we're, you know... Well, we'll find out in a second. We'll find out. <laughs> um, <laughs> Duke assumes. Selena's yeah. just, like, looking through the camera and suddenly she, she just sees, like, Duke, like, putting his arm around Lou. Yeah. And Selena's just like... <laughs> what did this happen? <laughs> I can remember my role. Okay. Yeah, I was looking that back up. Do they res- is there is there resistance for yeah, that? Yeah, it's a composure. Okay. I just looked at it. Uh, yeah, resolve. Yeah. Gotcha. That's what, all I need to know is that they had one. Can I activate gremlins when he turns and does the stare down? Do you want to activate gremlins? I will wait for results. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to spend a willpower to reroll one. Okay, sounds good. I got plenty to use. Give me just give me your total, and whether okay. it's a crit or not. Yeah, and then let me do. Is it a rage check? Yeah. Okay. Um, the total is four. Okay, uh, that is enough to affect her. As you just kind of see a slight sag uh, in her arms or shoulders just as it kind of comes down and and like her face even though it was it was sort of i wouldn't say it was impassive it was like you can tell it was sort of like this aggressive like you know but her face kind of relaxes and it just becomes this sort of plain look and you can tell that it's affected it and then it's Uh, like a light switch he'll just turn to the other guy and be like hey so what's your name uh roll a you're gonna have to roll a test for this one, actually. Sure. Um, charisma. Okay. Um, or I can do manipulation. Whatever you want. If you're, uh, it's just pure charisma. This is just charisma okay. right now. This is just and persuasion. Um, yeah, I'll take persuasion. That's fine. Okay. Etiquette's okay too, I suppose. It's a lolly. I rolled a lolly this time. I'm very excited. Uh, 
Oh yeah, it's gonna have to do some re-rolling. Oh, let me check. Yeah, it's do okay. you have rage? I only have one. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Luckily, I mean, I can't. Yeah, I can't do anything with that. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna re-roll three. So I have two successes. Oh, only two. Wow. Okay. And he's been kind of chuckling. And when you turn and like ask him that, uh, he his chuckle kind of dies down a little bit. And he's like, "Nah, old time around, think so." I should take your lady friend. Just do what my uh, my friend here says, and just uh, let's just head on back over the bridge there. All right, you take your lady friend. No, it's not like that. (laughs) I I thought I was gonna trying to give you like a layup, you know, like maybe get your foot in the door. No, I don't think so. That's uh, that's a dog bucking up the wrong tree. He kind of looks over towards her as if he's about to make a joke, and she's just kind of like arms kind of slouch and as he looks over and he looks at her and he's like martinez martinez and she's just kind of like standing there a little bit uh, not really behaving the way that he's probably expecting and she's kind of just gone quiet and she's just kind of staring around so you can tell that he and you all as as wolves, you can sense like anxiety just skyrocketed with him now. Uh, whereas he was laughing and now it's serious. So I'm gonna give everyone a chance to do something. So Eustace and Jacques, you all have been hiding in the shadows. Do you do anything at this point? You've heard all of this. This is no problem. You could have heard this conversation. And you would have seen Duke's eyes, so you would have yeah. seen noticed something if you can see his eyes. I assume this guy whose alertness is going up, he is armed. You mentioned them grabbing. Yeah, they both have. They, they both have. They've got. They've got. Uh, they both have guns. You're not pointing my... them currently at Duke or Lou, but you can tell he is yeah. a little concerned suddenly with how and why Martinez is not responding. My knee-jerk response is donkey punch to the back of the head. <laughs> Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so you're gonna charge in and 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 punch him. I get the feeling like these people. I suspect they have some knowledge, maybe not full knowledge, but enough that this guy will probably respond poorly now that he's noticed his friend is. Okay. I don't want to kill him. I just want to. Just want to brawl and. Okay. I just want to donkey punch somebody. Is that so weird? (laughs) That's weird. That's, that's pretty normal. Do. Yeah. <laughs> I think when uh, Jacques, when he would see, when he sees Eustace make a break for it, Jacques would also charge in as he's in lupus form and he would try to bite the hand of the man, his weapon hand. So he drops his weapon. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Uh, and then Lou and Duke, you're both here. Uh, what are you doing now? Um, you guys are probably, a, I would say you could probably sense Eustace and Jacques are getting ready, getting antsy. So Duke just wants to distract the guy. He's going to keep small talking him. So his eyes are looking at him. Yeah. Gotcha. What about you, Lou? I will dispatch gremlins, uh, which is page 149 has a list of the difficulties for uh, device complexity, which means I won't be able to affect firearms because I need a difficult, it's a difficulty of five and the best I can do is four, but um, I'm going 
Oh, no, you're right. Okay. If I have crits, yes, then Correct. I could get up there. Um, okay. But I would like and to try. And I need a, a rage check, uh, which yep. I'll do after. But uh, Got a rage check uh, and then a charisma plus glory roll. And you need yes. five successes. For firearms. But anything yeah. within five meters is going to have trouble depending on what it is. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, it looks like you've got electrical or combustion engines... Yeah, the helicopter is pretty yeah. high up You'll there, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Is that song noise. still going, Duke? Mm-mm. No, it's New too scene. late now. It's been, right. a, it's been a couple hours because you guys remember you guys went and dropped the people off. And came <laughs> yeah, back. you can still re-roll three. This whole time. You can still, yeah, you can re-roll three on your own. A true. All right. Um, and... Uh, yes, I will... Um, if I can, yeah, okay, I'll re-roll with willpower. Uh, da, 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 da. uh, oh, okay, that's three eights. Brilliant. Uh, so that is four with the six that I had before. Okay, you won't have enough to affect uh, the gun. Uh, no. But what I will say is that he, they do have like various radios and stuff on them, and that's what the gremlins about. are acting very erratically. Uh, and they have been since you tried to use them outside My the Black Canyon spirits. Diner. Doesn't mean it doesn't help you in this situation as that uh, you can hear just suddenly blasting uh, out of that same like radio that he's got kind of on his shoulder. He's got one of them kind of shoulder radios here or there. And it's not so much the, the sort of the digital screen, but you just suddenly hear this like really loud modem sound just suddenly start. And he's like freaking out as he kind of turns towards Martinez and he's like, what the? He's kind of grabbing it here and there. And at this point, coming out of the darkness, here comes a freaking wolf. And here comes, what are you in, Eustace? What's the teen wolf form again? Glabro. Glabro. I did that yeah. one so I could stealth better. Okay. The two of you come charging in. Uh, we can go in whatever order you guys want. One of, so, so I'm going to say that Blue is going to give you guys a... Well, it's going to reduce his, his defense, basically. So... Nice. Eustace. Okay. Well, Just looking to check. punch him. Okay. And then let me roll my dunk. His stats again. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, a gift uh, in, uh, in Werewolf the Apocalypse version 5. <laughs> Page 2. The infamous donkey, donkey punch. <laughs> One, two, three, four, it is a, five, it is a glory six, plus brawl seven, roll. Eight. <laughs> got eight successes. <laughs> this, okay. this jumping Superman punch right into the back of his head. So he was already distracted from Lou's gremlins causing this annoyingly loud modem sound to erupt from his otherwise non-modem radio, uh, which he is freaking out about now. And you're and so that means he doesn't even see you as you come running up and you just Glasgow form punch him and he goes falling back uh, against the <laughs> against the helicopter uh, and you're punching him. So are you, you're intentionally not trying to do... I don't want to kill him. In, yeah, so it's just going to be superficial. It's just going to be superficial damage. So it's... How many successes? Say it again. Eight? Eight. Okay, well, he's got a defense of two. So that's still going to effectively cause some aggravated damage, but it won't kill him. Um so he's got so it's 
filled up. Okay, so you come up and you just clock him super hard to the point where you hear his jaw and you're pretty <laughs> sure he might have broke his jaw as he smashes against because he's in it. He's going to, because of that, end up taking one point of aggravated with how hard you hit him. Uh, and the rest of it is filled up with, uh, with superficial. Uh, Jacques, you come charging in. He is kind of, the guy is a little bit out of it now as the modem's going crazy. His jaw's broken. He's trying to shake it off. You can see his hand is coming up uh, with the gun. You're not sure if he's fully locked on to Eustace just yet. You can go ahead and roll your attack. Not not as not as tough as I used to be, just in lupus form. But we'll see. Nine yeah. seven. I only have nineteen. To, I'm probably nine, only going to do forty damage. Six, six. Right. <laughs> Actually, I, I did I did an okay roll, but not great. One, two, three, four, six. Okay. Uh, well, he's got because he's now got distracted by Lou, mm-hmm. punched by Eustace. His defense is down to one. You do six. Superficial, so that's five. Uh, I'm basically just trying to maul his hand so he drops his weapon. You're going to literally just bite his hand off, clean right off. And you can just just rip it. The gun goes falling to the ground. Uh, Blood begins spouting out from his wrist as his his hand is just kind of limply hanging. And there's this huge gash. Like, he might not be able to save his hand. And he falls. Um kind of in this uh, this sort of state of shock. As that actually fills up, I know you guys were trying to do superficial, but you guys did so much superficial damage that actually is enough to fill up his his full uh, his full bar. Doc uh, whines a little bit and then looks back at Selena like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, he was just and, too tough for his own good. He should have just passed out when I punched him. <laughs> now, there is still another person here. She does kind of, like, like how long does that stare down last for? A scene. So she is still, she hasn't flinched. She hasn't moved. She's just kind of still staring at Duke at this point. Her eyes haven't even flickered over towards what's happened. She's just kind of in this mesmerized state, like a, like a cobra. Uh, it's just sort of like there to the song. Um, what do you guys want to do? You don't have to use any order. Just tell me what it is you want to do. Who wants to bet some private military folks like this have zip ties or some sort of restraints, restraints on them? Absolutely. At that point, Easy. let's just like, maybe at least we don't have to completely break her and just like yeah. zip tie her hands and feet. Yeah, Duke will just like calmly walk towards her and just staring into her eyes and just grab the gun and take it from her and then yeah, kind of come almost command her just sit and we'll just kind of bind her, not like trying to be aggressive, but just let her sit there and enjoy her <laughs> peace for right now. So you you guys you're not wrong zip ties no problem all that kind of stuff you can bind their hands hand uh in the case of the guy uh and uh i would say even selena if you come down it's not as crazy an injury as the others like you can certainly kind of wrap it in such a way like he's probably never gonna have the full use of his hand anymore as it's nearly been bitten off but um, or Selena just, you know, somehow rips his skin up his arm because, you know, she's so good at doing just medicine pulls checks. Just pulls it <laughs> off. Like, it's just better to rip it like a Band-Aid. You know? <laughs> okay, uh, so. I don't think I ever want you to do medicine on me. <laughs> <laughs> she's your healer. Uh, so what I'll say this as we, we kind of close down, you you have subdued these two. You take a look at the helicopter. The helicopter uh, is is certainly not functioning. None of it, it doesn't seem to be working. 
mechanically it's not working, radio signals aren't working, you kind of mess around with the radio and you're getting that same kind of signal. You can see that there's room in here for probably about, um, oh gosh, uh, I think there's, I think you can kind of fit, you know, there's probably, you can, actually we'll just put it this way, sense of maybe about 12 different people. It's a fairly large, um, large helicopter. That is, um, that is accurate. And a Blackhawk, you can fit 12, six on either side, yeah. pilot and co-pilot. Yep, exactly. Uh, I did actually look this up too, just to make sure this was okay. And then it's a it's it's a Firehawk or a Sikorsky S seventy helicopter is apparently the commercial variant of a Blackhawk. Yep. So I did my research. Yep. I spent a lot of time That's jumping out of Blackhawks. Good times. Nice. Well, it, it's not as fall uh, as far a, a drop if you jump out of this one because it's uh, on the ground. Uh, <laughs> you can tell you can tell it came down. It's okay. It's like it's in decent condition, but it's it's not in the most ideal location is it is kind of a rocky terrain here and there so you're you're thinking i mean you would probably conclude that it's it sort of prematurely landed and i'll say as you're going through stuff you can tell that there was likely a team in here these two might just be pilot technicians something like that and like whatever team might have been back here has has left um enough that you can find tracks here and there one of the things you do notice as you look through some of the gear and some of the stuff that's been left behind is that there are physical, tangible maps that have been left behind, um, or at least on the person of these two. And you kind of start looking at them, and, and, and they, they look familiar. Uh, like you kind of recognize the topography, the terrain, bridge lines here and there, valleys. Like you can see like where this, you know, like like this, there's certain places. Um, White Dyke Canyon is sort of a, a big name of a canyon nearby. And you can kind of see all that pop up. But what is interesting is, is you can tell that there is a spot marked uh, on, uh, on the map. Uh, and you can see that someone has written, like handwritten on it, listening station. Uh, and, uh, and as you, you kind of look at, you kind of orient yourself with the map, you, you get the sense, you look at the ground, you see the, kind of the, the boots as it looks like the team has come out. You kind of do a little triangulation. And you think kind of to the northeast from here, not too far away, if you've read the map correctly. Apparently, there is some kind of listening station that's on this map. And whatever team exited out of this helicopter has moved off in that direction. And we'll go ahead and stop there. We'll pick up on that next time. Uh, and, uh, and, and yeah, probably conclude this arc, I would say, as well. All right. Good deal. That's where the circus is. So follow the That's where the circles the circus. We just gotta bring the bodies all the way there. <laughs> oh, Those poor people. Those poor people are going to have the worst nightmares for the rest of their lives about. Uh, but see, no that's circuses. that's Jacques' whole goal is to terrify humanity enough that they stay the hell away from all of the natural places. And this is why there's the rest of a pack <laughs> to try to help steer shock from Man. time to time. So uh, those let's crazy do, red talents. Let's do the questions really fast so people can hear them. Uh, so XP questions, and then we'll we'll plug and we'll get out. Uh, so everyone gets a, an, an XP point for participation. Uh, so everyone takes one. Uh, and the next thing is perform something remarkable during the session, the whole table's appreciation of the character doing or saying a certain thing. So it's not necessarily your abilities because there's something else for that. It's just, just something that you came up with doing. So does anyone clearly Lou? Oh, God, yeah, Lou, Lou <laughs> yeah, for sure. The, the circus thing. Okay. It was all I could think of really quickly. <laughs> that would have weird animals. <laughs> okay. Uh, anybody else? Anybody else? Anybody else? I really enjoyed uh, 
Duke's cover story. The romance. I do too. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. Was that was that was perfect. That was perfect. That, that was, nice. was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even want to like make a roll because I'm like, this is too strangely hilarious and plausible in some ways. Uh, okay. Lou, you might find some extra photos on your camera. Oh, no. Duke's <laughs> arm around Lou and you uh, developed that film. Uh, Let's see. Uh, anybody else for something remarkable? Are we good with those two? Okay. Uh, now, skill, gift, or trait in a clever or critical way. I want to make a case the for anybody. medicine check for Celine. <laughs> it was a critical. Pity XP. I don't know. Listen, <laughs> I would say she should take that for the previous one because it was pretty remarkable. It was remarkable. How she made compound fractures just horribly worse. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, I, I like uh, uh, how about Donkey Punch talent? Donkey Punch is <laughs> it's very rare too, extremely rare. Um, Jacques playing into his red talon um, desire to terrify and drive humanity <laughs> off. I mean that. I mean that really is a focus yeah. of his. He, mm-hmm. I purposefully did that to scare those human beings into getting the hell away from the desert. Okay. Yeah, uh, I think it worked. Okay, sounds good. Or, or uh, the circus. <laughs> circus. All right, and then it's tell me something important your character learned this session. That the diners are carriers of this weaver weird plague. That'll do. And that they're apparently maybe potentially moving towards this listening station, or this listening mm-hmm. station may have something to do with it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and that's that listed good. into the listening station. And Lou likes old men. Lou I likes old God. men. <laughs> <laughs> are you like George Clooney, but like uh I mean we also found out boys, about the listening station? George Clooney. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I get George Clooney. That's a pretty good comparison. Okay. And the lock from control is involved with this somehow, or yeah, or looking yeah. into it at least. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, so all of you get an XP for mm-hmm. that, and then the last one is whether or not we've concluded an arc, which we haven't, and that's when you get somewhere between two and three. Uh, so since so we should be able to conclude it next time around. Uh, I don't see why we wouldn't be able to, unless you all. Um, I don't know, leave, but we'll figure it out. Uh, why don't we do some plugs and we'll get on out of here. So Jeremy, you've got a Patreon you want to tell us about. Go ahead and tell us. Here, Aaron Reese on Patreon. If you get comics, tokens, maps, fun stuff, check it out. Perfect. Uh, let's see. Aaron, what's going on over on Garblag, man? So Garblag, uh, back next Tuesday at uh, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can catch Millie uh, back in the GM seat running her longstanding Coriolis campaign. At the same time, on Wednesday, you'll find me in the GM seat as the narrator for Marvel Multiverse, as our group of characters that we created this week uh, will be... 1943, trying to find a missing Union Jack and stopping the time traveler Trevor Fitzroy, who's trying to help the Axis powers. And then on Thursday, Mr. Garblike himself, Pete, will be continuing to run his playthrough of the Red Hand of Doom using his own heroic deeds game. So definitely check that out. First session was today and it was fantastic. Awesome. As for us here, tomorrow night is our next game, which, Aaron, you're also running, if you want to just tell us what that is. So tomorrow night here, um, same same time as, as this one, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we'll be diving into Cubicle 7's 
uh, Warhammer 40k game, Wrath and Glory. So we're going to be using some character creations. We're going to deal with our framework, get our archetypes together, and then we're going to dive into the litany of lost groups of adventures. Um, and I'll throw a couple extras in there because I definitely want to see everybody ascend to tier three by the time the campaign is done. Awesome. Looking forward to that. Uh, Saturday after that, we're going to be doing, we're back to Saturday. We took a couple weeks off, but we are back for the, we're going to do a short little mothership run before we start our next big campaign. So come back on Saturday for some mothership. Uh, I'm going to pull some stuff out of the newish, newish whole breach, uh, supplement that came out not too long ago off Kickstarter. Uh, then on Monday, uh, fragged empire, you can see top row in that, uh, Jeremy and Melissa and myself, uh, very excited to get back to that. And Jeremy, is going to be found, I think, finally. is he's He hasn't actually got to play since our, our session zero, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Great. Yeah, man. Uh, and then Tuesday night, uh, you can see uh, some Marvel uh, multiverse role-playing game uh, here as we're going to be doing some X-Men, Kipser, Aaron, uh, Melissa, and myself. Yeah. Uh, but that's what we got going on. Uh, check out the YouTube page. If you haven't already checked that out. Uh, follow here. Subscribe there. Whatever the proper terminology is. Uh, but thanks for everyone who hung out tonight. Thanks for that hype train earlier on. Thank you to 20, uh, 20 size every story. Thank you for the raid earlier tonight. And uh, we're going to go ahead and pay that forward. We're going to raid Insomnia Night RPG uh, because they do weird stuff whenever you raid. There's weird, just, just watch the screen. Something weird's going to happen. Happens every time. Have a good night, everybody. Good night.